Welcome to Rest-Based Weight Loss, the podcast series that gives you the tools you need to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. After struggling with my weight for years, I eventually came to learn that weight issues are not diet and exercise issues. Weight issues are stress issues. Today, I am a certified nutrition consultant, stress management coach, and lifestyle coach on a mission to teaching women how to transform their mind, their body, and their health from the inside out. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining another episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss podcast series. I'm your host, Lene Urban, and I'm excited to have another special guest with me. Her name is Kathy Clemens. Kathy, would you like to say hello to everyone? Hi, everybody. How are you doing today? <laughs> so I actually, I heard of Kathy or I came across Kathy. She's a part of a summit that I am one of the speakers at. And uh, Kathy's talk was posted in the summit. It's called the Vision of Hope Summit. And it was posted in the summit. I believe it was the first day. Was it, Kathy? Um, actually, the second. Mm-hmm. The second day. Okay. And I was so inspired by Kathy's story. I feel like her story can relate to a lot of you that are listening to this podcast series. And I wanted to have her on just to share a little bit about her journey, what brought her to where she is today, and um, how she can help, if she has any tips that she can help inspire you guys, no matter uh, where you're at in your stage of life, to turn things around for your own health and wellness. Um, So let's start by introducing you, Kathy. Can you tell our listeners uh, just a little bit more about who you are? Sure. So I am a certified or National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer and nutrition coach. And I decided to dig deeper into those classes. So I'm also certified with them for nutrition fitness specialist and as a women's fitness specialist. Um, and then in addition to that, I am in a wellness um, MLM called BSI. So everything I'm doing now is, is related to wellness. And as you know, I started doing that in my 40s. So kind of my new life. <laughs> Which is why exactly why I wanted to have you on the show, Kathy, is when I was listening to your story and you were talking about the fact that this, you know, I mean, the, the things that you're passionate about now started after your 40s. Um, I mentioned to you that a lot of women that I work with in terms of weight loss coaching and lifestyle coaching are over 40. I would say the average, they're average in their 50s, um, 60s, sometimes in their 70s. And there is, uh, have conversations with them. I hear from them that there is, there are just certain things that they had to give up, you know, maybe in their 20s and 30s, that now that they're over 40, that they're no longer willing to compromise on, mostly being their health and wellness. So what was your turning point, I should say? What was the catalyst for you changing your attention and your motivation regarding your health and wellness in your 40s? So um, in my previous life, before I delved into all of this, I was a federal agent. So my life and, and even in a, as a teenager and a young kid, I was always very active, but definitely um, when I became an agent, 
physical fitness um, as a stress reliever was imperative. Um, and keeping physically fit to be able to do my job was always a part of it. But I had children later in life. I had twins at the age of 35. And I think I started seeing after having babies, not that my life refocused, I was still um, very committed to my career, but I was balancing all of those things. I was keeping my home life together, still trying to make meals, still, you know, now, you know, spending time with our kids. And so as I got into my 40s, I realized that as I looked at the scale, I thought I wasn't changing much in the way of the way I was eating. Um, but weight was just kind of getting attached to me. <laughs> and um, for most, for, I don't know, for me, it's always my hips and my, and my thighs. And so I started evaluating, am I sitting more? Am I not exercising as much? And I really was dedicated to my exercise. And I really didn't focus as much on my nutrition. And then um, I think my worst fear, you know, I think everybody's got one of those moments that something happens. And because I always thought of myself as physically fit, there were people, I was getting ready to deploy to um, Iraq and Afghanistan as a part of my job. And so being physically fit was huge. And there were a couple people on our teams, women included, that didn't um, have that dedication. And um, one of our bosses, our offices were all very separate and you had to walk outside between offices. And I hear somebody yelling this other lady's name and I realized he's actually yelling for me to turn around. And in my mind, she was one of those women that didn't care about fitness. And I thought that, that just hurt my pride so much that I was like, I really thought I was working hard at this. And um, as I walked away, I just became more angry and um, at myself, but also just angry. Like, I, I think I look better than that. Um, and, um, and now I'm comparing myself, you know, I'm not just thinking of myself. And so as I walked into my office, the first thing I did was get on my computer and start looking up um, people that could help me with nutrition. But of course, I walked by a gentleman that I work with and he's like, what's your problem? And I said, well, you know, I won't use his name, just called me this other lady's name. Well, he thought it was so funny. He literally, this no joke, fell over backwards out of his chair laughing at me because he knew how mad I was. And I just continued, I just walked by him. And I thought I would get support from my husband because my husband and I actually worked in the same office. So I called him and I said, hey, I was just compared to so-and-so and I can't believe it. Well, he put me on speakerphone and he and two other gentlemen are laughing as well. And so this made me think, I, I, my own husband doesn't even think I'm in shape. And now I can laugh at it. Then it wasn't so funny. But I was like, all right, I have got to do something. And so I did a lot of things. I got online and I, and I talked to um, 
talked to a nutritionist. I talked to, then I went and saw my doctor and I said, what is going on with my body that I don't feel like I'm where I need to be? So she started running, you know, hormone checks on me and nutritionist was like, this is a good diet. Here's your basal body temp, you know, metabolism. And so I started learning all these things about myself that I didn't realize that I should have been monitoring. And so taking all of that into account and saying, all right, so nutrition is just as important as physical fitness. And as I get older, I got to figure out how I'm going to make this all work in my schedule because I now have kids that are in sports and in scouts and in, you know, playing instruments and, you know, trying to balance all of their schedules and my schedule and my husband's schedule and hopefully hoping for some kind of family life, you know, at, at the same time. So that, that was my, my aha moment where I'm like, all right, I'm done and I have to work my way back um, to where I think and where I know that I'm physically fit. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that makes sense. And that is a very interesting catalyst, I, I think, to yeah. be compared from behind Right. To be compared to someone who you viewed as, you know, someone that, um, you know, didn't really invest any time into her, to her fitness. And here you right. are, you're investing time into your fitness and that being like the motivator of perhaps what I'm doing is not working as well as, yeah. as I thought. Um, so that's, that stood out to me. And there are two things that you, two other things you said that really stood out to me along the same lines is the fact that yes, you were dedicated to your fitness. However, you realized that it was the nutrition piece right. that was missing and that needed to make all of the difference. And, and now, but now that you have come to the place where it's like, okay, it's nutrition. The next question is now, how am I going to fit all of this into my lifestyle? How am I going to be able to balance this investment into my nutrition and my health and wellness, along with um, my family and all these other things that I have to do. Wow. I, I think that's really, that speaks a lot to where a lot of women are. And a lot of women that I have worked with have put off investing time and money into their health and wellness simply because they couldn't figure out the balance part. Right. It was too stressful to figure out how to balance themselves with their families. Right. And so they threw the baby, they, you know, they threw the baby out with the bathwater until sometimes it just got to the point where it was too late. Right. So can we start with the nutrition piece? Because you said that you, um, you had some tests done, you, uh, you had um, um, tests on, on your hormones and, and those things done. Um, I think that that is really important for women, you know, over 40 and as they start going through their changes, what did those tests reveal to you that uh, made an impact on the way that you at least looked at your body and understood about your body? So I, I, that's a great question. So I think you're right. Um, I think that is what women, the bigger change um, that women have that men don't deal with is all of our hormones really do. And some women younger than others. I had a friend that went through menopause in her late thirties and I didn't think it could ever happen that early, but 
so everybody's a little different. I'll, I'll just start with that. Everybody's different. And so you, you've really got to figure out what works for you in nutrition and in fitness. So for me, what I found is that I was estrogen high. And so my doctor said, we've just got to try and figure out what's bringing that up. And um, at first, she wanted to balance with other hormones, so additional pro uh, progesterone and testosterone, and see if that wouldn't balance everything out. And for a while, I think that that did. Now I look at the foods I eat uh, more critically than I do adding things into my hormone system. I, I look at the foods and uh, because chicken is usually had hormones added to it or um, beef in some instances has had hormones and things added to the diet. So I am more cautious on what I eat and where it comes from. And, and I, I want to say a lot of people will think that trying to eat without those types of foods is more expensive. But I think that the more critical you become, it takes a little bit of adjustment that you can find it and it can, it can um, actually match your, um, uh, your uh, what do you call it, budget. So it, it doesn't necessarily have to break the bank when you're, you know, trying to make some of these changes. And the other part was trying to change some of these foods that my kids would still eat and that didn't seem quote unquote so healthy that my husband's like, really, what are we what are we doing all this for? Where's my meat and potatoes? You know, where's my, you know, where is all that? And so we didn't, so everything for me was incremental. It was gradual. And so now I'm 56. I have dropped um, over 20 pounds since um, the time that I was. Um, so it, it sounds like a long time, but um, I was what, 46. So I guess about the last 10 years, I've dropped 20 pounds and I'm still working to get down a little bit further, but um, I don't, let me just back up. I don't look at my weight as the only um, measure of my fitness. I look at body fat and I look at measurements and how I feel in my clothes, those kinds of things, more than I look at that number on the scale. Um, but I also look at my blood pressure. I look at um, the my blood sugars. I have, you know, I get these things tested once a year to see that I'm still on track with what I'm eating. And um, so in the way I help people as a nutrition coach, some people say, I have to be keto, or I have to be paleo, or I want to be a vegan or a vegetarian. And I'm like, okay, but then you just have to know how your diet has to be modified so that you look at all the essential amino acids, all the vitamins that you're getting from the foods that you're eating and how those are working with your particular body. So I've had a couple of people say, um, well, vegan, vegetarian is the only way. And I'm like, well, I truly like a piece of steak or I like to have a piece of meat, you know, and I don't have to have the same piece of red meat. I like fish, I like chicken, I like, pretty much everything. <laughs> I, I haven't, I haven't found food that I really don't like. So, but it's, it's how you add it with the rest of the vegetables you eat or the, you know, or the potatoes, whether it's a sweet potato, whether it's a, a baked white potato, you know, however you mix it in with the rest of your diet. And you just have to kind of, it's, 
I, I would just say be incremental in what you do. Don't, you know, one Saturday say, we are changing everything. <laughs> and like, like you say, throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know, and go through your pantry and get rid of all the junk food that's in there and the chips. And you will just irritate your whole family doing something like that. I know um, my husband's a big chips guy. My kids liked, you know, their sweet snacks. And sometimes it was hard for me to say, okay, I don't need those and you know and not touch them sometimes it's just easier not to have them in sight but um i got to the point where i'm like okay so i just have to eat little small bits of it or i have to just say you know for these five days i'm not going to have any of it and now i'll have a little bit on the weekend and treat myself um, i've kind of changed and said now i'm going to treat myself with new clothes and how i feel in clothes is more important than what you know a, a particular food tastes like and i'm very particular on what sweets that I'm, a, I'm, I am definitely a sweets girl, but, um, and pastries, but I'm, but something that's prepackaged, I'm like, nope, that's not worth my calories. I, I want to do something that's really, really good that I'm going to love and I deserve. <laughs> so but incrementally, increment, increments and exercise the same way incrementally. So if you're not doing any exercise right now, I would tell you, are you at a desk? And if the answer is yes, then what I do is I have what I call one minute workouts, where if I'm sitting down at my desk for the first time in the morning at eight o'clock, my alarm goes off at nine, I get up and I do one minute of exercise. It could be air squats, it could be push-ups off the edge of my desk, it could be dips for the back of my arms on you know the chair that I'm sitting on. Um, so I have a whole bunch of different exercises I do. Um, they've changed a little bit from being in an office setting to now being at home because I allow myself to do, you know, crunches on the floor and all sorts of different things. But one minute, just one minute, um, and you'd be surprised at how it boosts your endorphin level and it'll boost your energy level just to say, okay, one minute out of this hour, I'm going to do something. And um, and then for those moms that are taking their kids, well, now we, we're not taking our kids out you know, to sports and things, but I found that if I said, okay, I'm gonna watch this practice, I would find something I could do, whether it was walking lunges, or if I had to sit on you know, um, uh, risers to watch my son play soccer, I would do dips you know, while I was sitting there, or leg, just sometimes just as simple as leg lifts while I was sitting there, something that I could do that, one didn't make me look so goofy because you sit there and you go, is anybody just staring at me? But at some point you just go, you know what? It just doesn't matter. I'm doing this for me. <laughs> so just, you know, you find little things to do and you just keep moving. You've got to start moving and then you've got to keep moving um, and don't put it off. I would say, you know, but I would also say it's never too late. So don't ever think it's too late. You just start slower and you incrementally work in and, and you'll be surprised with yourself. Whether you can't make it down the block and you can only make it halfway down the block walking. So do halfway down the block and come home or down your driveway and come home. And um, just start with those little things and um, or up and down stairs or to your front door. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Just start is what I would say, tell people. I love that. Um, I should have warned all of us to grab pen and paper at the start of this episode. If I had have known um, that you'd be dropping all these nuggets, I would have said so at the start. Um, so please, just whatever you're doing right now, uh, pause this, this podcast episode, grab pen and paper, 
listen, start, start over from the beginning and write down these nuggets. Um, there's so much that you said there, Kathy, I could spend the next hour just unpacking um, just some of the things that you stated. But the, the one thing that really stands out to me that you talked about, I mean, the idea of incremental steps. Yeah. And um, bucking against the, uh, the, the feeling or the impulse to just do everything and all at once to toss all the snacks out, uh, you know, on one day to go from not being very active to, you know, exercising an hour a day, seven days a week. That is just to hear your progress and to hear that you were able to lose 20 pounds, but it's been about 10 years. Mm -hmm. I mean, that kind of dedication is that's the textbook definition of changing your lifestyle right as opposed to just trying to shed quick weight and it, it's really inspiring to hear i i wish you guys could see kathy kathy and i are in a zoom call right now recording this episode and she looks fabulous i wish you could see her uh, <laughs> i mean she looks amazing and it's encouraging to hear that you were in you know your mid to late 40s and over the last 10 years, you've really been able to um, create what looks like just, you know, a, a lifestyle that allows you to feel and look better today than you probably felt, you know, 15 years ago. So that, that is thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. So, I, I do feel better than I did 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I wish sometimes I wish I was that young and and had realized it back then, but oh well. You, what do you do? <laughs> well, that's it's great, you know. And you said it's never too late, it you isn't. know. As long as we're still here, and as long as you're still breathing, and you still have, you know, the function of your limbs, it's not too late to turn things around. Um, that's true. Very inspiring. So, Kathy, where can where can we find you? Where can we go to just learn more information about you, about your coaching, and what it is that you provide? Um, please uh, let us know. All right. So, I have a website that is Kathy Clements Altogether Biz B I Z, and that's my Facebook page. And so, people are more than welcome to come there. I host a lot of different things. And I also have a website, um, kathysclements.com, and that's where most of the fitness is. But um, I kind of bounce back and forth on um, posting in both places. So you'll see a lot of overlap and then some where it's just fitness on the website and, and nutrition on the Facebook page. But I try and post everything everywhere. So both of those places. Awesome. And I'll, I'll provide the links in the description of this episode oh, thank um, you. so that you can go. Yeah. So that you guys can go and, and find Kathy and follow Kathy um, and hopefully connect with her. Uh, Kathy, this was just, I mean, this was inspiring for me um, as someone who coaches uh, and also trying to balance my own health and wellness and raising my family just to be able to listen to your story has motivated me to continue pushing. Good. and doing everything I can to create that balance while prioritizing my health. So thank you so much for being a part of the show. Oh, well, thank you for the invite. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Guys, this has been another episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss podcast series. Once again, I'm your host, Lene Urban, and I can't wait to talk to you next time.